0: and now another timely and powerful message from pastor emmanuel williams and imitators of god ministries colossal vivacious church in tallahassee
1: a lot is happening in the world today a lot of bad news has been advertised rapidly and continuously and while sitting at the house meditating on the word the lord brought to me a question that i think one of the believers one of the saints asked i never had time to answer it and they asked me pastor Can you tell us a little more about what will be actually happening during the millennium? Um, What's expected? What does the Bible say? That was the question. What does the Bible say? Is there a particular chapter, a particular verse in the Bible that goes down, line upon line, precept upon precept, that will give us an idea as to what the future will be in the millennium. Amen? Amen. And so, the Lord brought that to my attention just this week as I was sitting and saw the mass shooting that took place at a bank. Amen? Since the devil is a liar. Amen? His aim is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. We had already said every mass shooting is inspired by the devil. And so, while I was sitting there somewhat disappointed and praying, amen, for the families of the lost ones, the Lord placed this on my heart good news about our future amen can you say good news about our future what's happening here is the holy spirit gave isaiah a pick as to what's going to happen during the millennium you know brothers and sisters as you read the bible you'll realize that the men and women of god the saints they got so caught up with what the holy spirit revealed to them about the future that the sorrows and the trials and the, the testings that they endure in this world meant nothing. That's why Paul said once, I'm betwixt, between two. I have a desire to depart. But he said, I'm going to stay for your benefit. Because these men and women, they had, they had a revelation knowledge. They knew that it was much better. Mm-hmm. on the other side but i'm not glorifying death brothers and sisters but i'm telling you there's going to come a time in the millennium where the problems of this world will vanish because the experience will be so awesome that's what isaiah chapter 65 verses 17 to 25 is about i know we won't finish to tonight we might have a part two so let me slow down amen but i do want to read the text all of it and then we'll go back as we usually do from the top and Uh, unpack the verses one um, phrase at a time. Amen? Isaiah chapter 65 verse 17 reads, For behold, this is the Holy Ghost speaking through Isaiah, prophesying of what's going to happen in the millennial reign. He said, For behold, I create new heavens and new earth, and the former shall not be remembered mm-hmm the former heaven the former earth the issues that we are going through on the earth now amen they shall not come to mind he continues but be glad and rejoice forever in that which i create for behold i create jerusalem a rejoicing a people and her people of joy think of what happened when the antichrist took up residence took up resident in jerusalem devastation god said i'm recreating because jerusalem is going to be the capital city of the world that's why the devil is wants to that's why the devil wants to go ahead of jesus to occupy jerusalem to to destroy jerusalem because he knows that's where jesus is going to reign amen so he continues in verse 19 and i will rejoice in jerusalem And join my people. My people is not referring to only the people of Jerusalem. It's referring to the children of God. Can somebody say us? Because this is referring to the millennial reign of Christ. The capital, the capital of Jesus' headquarters is going to be in Jerusalem. Amen. The United States headquarters is where? Washington DC. So we have the White House in Washington, D.C. We're going to have the Jerusalem house in Jerusalem. Amen. So he continues here. He continues here in verse verse 20. No, verse 19. And I will rejoice in Jerusalem and join my people. And the voice of weeping shall be no more heard in her, nor the voice of crying. Verse 20. There shall be no more thence an infant of days. I'll explain what that means in a while. No, an old man that hath not filled his days. For the child shall die a hundred years old. Ooh, think about that. Wow. A man when he's a hundred years old is still considered a babe.
0: <laughs>
1: no, an old man. Uh, but the sinner being a hundred years old shall be accursed. Bible is saying if you die, people will still be dying. Amen, at a hundred years old, then that's considered a curse. It's also insinuating that people who sin during that time, they will die. It's insinuating that nobody can say definitively that's what uh, scholars are still grappling with that truth. Amen? We're continuing here in verse 21. And they shall build houses. Look, folks will still be building houses during the millennium. And inhabit them. Hmm? Wow. And they shall plant what? vineyards and shall eat the fruit thereof verse 22 i like they shall not build and another inhabit mm-hmm. you know folks sometime build a house and somebody else take it not during the millennial reign nobody's losing what they build because justice is going to flow like a river <laughs> uh, and they shall not plant and another eat mm-hmm. for the as the days of a tree are the days of my people And mine elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. How many of you think it is right to enjoy the work of your hands? Amen. That's what's going to happen during the millennium. The Bible says it's a time when righteousness and peace are going to kiss each other. Praise the Lord. Because Jesus will be reigning. Our resurrected Savior. Jesus is going to take over again. And he's going to rule. Amen. Amen. And justice will flow like a river. Praise the Lord. I'm continuing here from verse. Is it verse 22 or 23? 22. Let me read 22. There's nothing wrong in reading the word of God again. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For the, as the days of a tree are the days of my people. And mine elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. Verse 23. They shall not labor in vain nor bring forth for trouble. For they are the seed of the blessed of the Lord and the offspring with them. Verse 24 reads, And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. I know of many people who use that verse. Amen, to you talk about what's happening now. Yes, God does that. But God is saying specifically, you know, sometimes we pray and it happens just like that. How many of you thank God for that? Sometimes the parade happens 20 years down the road. <laughs> Not so during the millennial reign. During the millennial during the millennial reign, God is inclined and He will answer your prayers just like that. and somebody say, Thank you, Jesus? Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise until then we live by faith. <laughs> praise the Lord. Until we get the glorified body. Oh, when you get the glorified body, before you say something, it's it happens. Because you are now in what the Bible calls the eternal state. Praise the Lord. Come on, I should get an amen for that. The eternal state. It doesn't get better than that. Hallelujah. Amen. There is one person in heaven who is like that, and that's Jesus. Only Jesus. It's amazing. In heaven, we have representation. There is only one person in heaven with a glorified body. Wow. One God-man amongst the angels, seated on the throne, and being worshipped. I'm not sure where Enoch is. Enoch or Enoch. I'm not sure where Elijah is. They're somewhere. <laughs> but they don't have glorified bodies. Not as yet. They got to come back down. For it's appointed unto man who wants to die. And the word doesn't return void. So they have to come back to die. Isn't that a wonderful God? Just took them up. Because he can do that. Can somebody say praise the Lord? You see when you are large and in charge. You can do anything. But sin. Amen? God is a good God. Just scoop up these guys to because you know why? Because he loves human beings. He is in love with, say God is in love with me. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you tell yourself when you look at yourself at, at, in the mirror. It doesn't matter how much the devil tried to beat us down. It doesn't matter how much we know about ourselves. You and I need to be sure of the love of God for us. Not your love for God. No, no, no. You and I need to be rooted and grounded in our love, in knowledge of God's love for us. Yeah, our minds need to be renewed. Stop talking about how much you love the Lord. No. Focus on how much the Lord loves you. Because that will take you a long way. Folk like me will come and tell you otherwise. You need to be rooted and grounded in knowledge of God's love for you. Especially in these last days. Amen. Can somebody say Amen? Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. Is there? Did we? Yes. It, it continues. It's getting better. Verse twenty-five says, "The wo- the wolf and the lamb shall feed together." Typically, the lamb is the prey of the wolf, but notice what happened because the ferociousness in the animal in the animals have been taken away. Wow. Right here. The wolf and the lamb shall feed together and the lion shall eat straw like the bullock. Mm, The lion is not looking to eat other animals. No. Because there is no death. No killing during the millennium. What a blessing. I'll show you another verse where a baby will be playing with a scorpion. What a blessing. A baby is playing with a snake. But the snake is still still eating dust. <laughs> the snake is. I don't think God forgot what the snake. Did Amen? <laughs> Anyhow, let's move on. Hallelujah! Oh, right here, and dust shall be the serpent's meat, not straw, still dust. For how he allowed the devil to use him. It continues. They shall not hurt my God, nor destroy in all my holy mountain, saith the Lord wow can somebody give a hand of praise for that hallelujah hallelujah that's why god sent me to tell you tonight there is good news about our future regardless of what we see happening there is good news since before i get into the text i want you to keep in mind what's happening brothers and sisters things have changed one of the signs of the coming return of jesus christ is exorbitant prices things have increased you'd agree and it is not going back things are not going to get cheaper and i'm saying that because these are signs of the end times and we need to be aware of that if you are aware of that, you and I will be rejoicing, not getting mad because things are 25-30 percent more expensive. It simply means that, <laughs> yeah, I know it hurts in the wallet, but it's a sign that Jesus is soon to return. That is why you and I must ensure we do not miss the rapture. Hallelujah. And when that I went that um uh, Zagsby's one of EJ's favorite. <laughs> And uh, mine is to sit so next day. And pastor, something I bought, wings and things for 11, well, uh, 10 dollars a year or two ago. Now 14, 15 dollars. 25, everything has increased, and it's because Jesus is on his way. The Bible says, the first sign, the first sign of the rise of the antichrist in revelation chapter 6 is uh, the first sign is uh, the sending of four horses they're called the four horsemen of the apocalypse the first horse is a white horse that's the antichrist he's rising from the ashes uh-huh. because the church would have at this time uh raptured and the world now they're looking for a man for stability so now he's coming out from the ashes. The second horse is that of a red horse. And a red horse means farming. No, no, it means death and destruction. So when he comes, he's bringing death and destruction as from wars. The third horse, what inevitably follows death and destruction is farming. What's happening to Putin and what's the other guy name? well Russia and and Ukraine what's going on you see what's the result of what's going on now high prices do not the Bible is correct since I'm trying to show you what's happening because of wars and death and destruction what's happening high prices that that reflects the four horsemen of the apocalypse and I'm trying to share with you, we have entered a phase you cannot ignore. No longer can we be, can we be slack concerning our pursuit of Jesus Christ, concerning our Christianity. Now we have to be very serious. We have to be very intentional about our pursuit because, brothers and sisters, the signs are clear. You can see it happening now. The Bible says, back then, the Bible says, what's going to happen? uh, Can you go to Revelation chapter 6? I'm trying to resist the temptation. But brothers and sisters, we've entered into a phase now we cannot ignore. And and as a watchman on the wall, I need to bring that to your attention. Hallelujah. Now is the time we have to get very serious. Revelation chapter 6, let's look at verse 5. It's burning my heart because we cannot risk sleeping. S-E, sorry, S-L-E-E-P. <laughs> we got to be awakened. Amen? And that's why I'm here. Verse 5 reads, And when he had opened the third seal, Jesus broke the third seal. Mm-hmm. You remember that? From the scroll? We'll do, a, we'll do a review next week, I know. The... Th- uh, uh I heard the third beast say, come and see. And I beheld and lo, a black horse. And he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts saying, A measure of wheat for a penny. A measure here means a quart of wheat for a penny. And three measures of barley for a penny. The penny here means a denarius. A denarius was somebody was one day wage. How much is one day wage today for the average person? Multiply it by how much? $65. A quart of wheat. $65. And three measures of barley. Three quarters. Barley is is food that's low in value. Three quarters for a day's wage? That's what's going to happen back then. So if you can barely feed yourself, what about your utility bill? And since that's why the signs are clear, you can see it happening. Everything is increasing, 25, 30% except salaries. And it's as a result of what's happening in Ukraine and and Russia. Wars. What follows on the heels of war is farming. And what wars bring is death and destruction. And we sit right here, with the Antichrist, and it's playing out today. And so we cannot ignore it. Am I saying that uh, we re, uh, no, we are not in the tribulation? No. That is going to be, the, that is going to be multiplied four or five times in the tribulation. But these happenings are mirroring what's going to happen back then. They reflect, they are a small reflection of what's going to happen. And so, brothers and sisters, you and I, I'm talking too fast. It's just, It's just that the signs are so clear and then you see people sleeping, you know, it it breaks my heart. Now is the time where where we should be fervently committed to God. You know what I'm saying? Fervently committed to God. Because when all all on earth is said, when all is done and said on earth, what matters is your Christian life. Your relationship with Jesus Christ. My relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's what we have to preserve now. Amen. Everything we have here, we are going to leave. Amen. And so God sent me to tell you tonight, brothers and sisters, there is good news about our future. Good news about our future. Don't you be discouraged. Use the signs of the time as a way to cement your relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. But don't you get scared. Don't you get discouraged. That's the, the, the devil has one tool, destruction and discouragement. He'll get you discouraged looking at your situation. Don't you know that you're a, God had to remind me this week. Don't you know that you're a child of a king? I, I got focused and I took a thought. That's why you have to don't... You have to try not to take thoughts. I took a thought and forgot I was a Christian. And by the time I was done worrying, all my side began hurting me. Yes! If you're not careful, it'll happen to you. No... <laughs> Praise the... Well... Amen. So what I did, I stopped worrying, I talked to my body, and now I'm fine. Amen. Praise that's the power we have. You can lay hand on the sick and see yourself recover. Thank, can somebody say thank God for the power of the Holy Spirit? Look, look, it's got to work on you first. Even can't work on you, forget it working on somebody else. Doctor, physician, heal yourself first. <laughs> hallelujah and so I, that's why i thank god for the power of the holy ghost is to correct things when they go wrong uh, i feel the presence of the lord amen so since let's go back to our text i wanted to use what's happening today as an introduction to our text because it's really it, it's so clear and i wanted to bring it to your attention amen so back to isaiah chapter 65 verse 17 to 25 in light of what's happening today i want you to keep keep smiling amen in verses as i said 17 to 25 uh, god paints a glorious picture of our future a picture where the corrupt universe will no longer exist mm-hmm. the corrupt how many of you know that this universe is corrupt yeah in particular the holy ghost is describing as i said in verse one can we go back to isaiah 6 verse 17 for behold i create a what a new heaven and a new earth. The word new here is uh, fresh. Can somebody say fresh? So the word new, it means fresh, renovation, rebuild. I'm going to rebuild, amen, a new universe. I'm going to rebuild a new earth. I'm not going to let you stay in that earth that's filled with blood. That's what he's saying. There is a lot, that earth that's polluted. You know the amount of pollution that's buried in the earth? Dead bodies, are you with me? God said, no, 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 no i'm not going to let you leave on i'm going to create something brand new and if i had the power to create the it out of existence i have the power to renovate it because i am god praise the lord so he said hold on now behold i'm going to create a new heaven The three heavens you see here, the atmosphere, this the the celestial bodies heaven, which is the second heaven where the moons and stars are, and then we have the third heavens, which is the abode of God. God said, I'm creating everything new. I'm making everything new, brothers and sisters. Amen. For my kids. How many of you (laughs) I was going to (laughs) entitle this sermon I Like New? hallelujah i'm like my dad i like new (laughs) hallelujah (laughs) glory be to jesus now now brothers and sisters what's happening here is god gives isaiah a a peep as to what's happening into the future but a new heaven and a new earth listen is mentioned in revelation 21. we're in revelation 20. revelation 21 1 says that's when god says that's when John said, "Can you go to Revelation twenty-one? I'm going to show you something quickly. Revelation twenty-one, verse one. That's when John mentioned the new heaven and the new earth. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. Uh, that for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. Amen. And there was no sea. There was no more sea. Now we are not yet in Revelation twenty-one. And what's happening? Hear me. Hear me. Look. 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 Here. Yeah. This is the excitement. Here. God showed isaiah isaiah um what's going to happen in the future now because he's seen in part he doesn't have the entire picture amen he calls what's happening in the millennium a new heaven and a new earth because in the millennium we've we're already we are already in our eternal state in the millennium we already have our glorified bodies so because after the millennium what we have is the judgment seat of christ and then we have eternity can you show our exhibit quickly let me i'm not sure where time went that's not fear it's already 7:30. we just started speaking amen this is the timeline of the end times let me just quickly review so we are here this is the present church age that is where you and i we are now anytime the church age can be interrupted by the next event which is the rapture of the church can somebody say any time? Any time. Any time. It could be right now. Then as soon as the church is raptured, what happens is the tribulation. We were talking about it. What's going to happen is the Antichrist is going to rise from the ashes. The first horse, the second horse, the third horse. The, are you with me? The first three and a half years is called the beginning of sorrows. Uh Uh-huh. Then the temple is desecrated three and a half years into the tribulation. The last three and a half years is called the great tribulation. Uh Uh-huh. Now, while on while here on the earth, (coughs) on the earth during the tribulation, that's when the devil will be empowered. The Bible says power was given to him to overcome the sins some Christians are going to miss the rapture so they'll go through the tribulation and some of them, they'll be hiding in the hills, amen, and then they'll make it through to the millennial reign. These people are going to have kids and they're going to repopulate the earth. Amen? And and right here at the end of the tribulation is the second return of Jesus. That's the battle of Armageddon. You remember that? After the Battle of Armageddon, God is going to set up his reign, He's going to set up his cabinet like Congress does, and give us power and authority. And we are going to reign and rule with Him during the millennium. After the millennial reign, a thousand years of final judgment for the unbelievers, and then we move into in our eternal state. Isaiah called this right here, and this the same, because here we already have our glorified body. Isn't that a blessing? Wow. Wow. God has all that prepared for you and I. Hmm? And so he said, this is what's going to happen in, uh, in verse one. He said, look, after I create the new heaven and the new earth, he said, the former earth and former heaven shall not be remembered. It is going to be so good and so awesome. And so rewarding that you will forget the pain and the tragedy and all the issues you had in this life. I heard, I heard, I heard Joel Austin's sister said, uh, I'm not sure if you know her. I'm not sure if you follow the family. I do. I follow all, most pastors and, and their family. And she said that um, she had her first divorce and remarried. But before she remarried, she uh, she gave God five years and just lost herself in doing God's work. She remarried and she said, "She fo- God has blessed this marriage so much she forgot that she was married the first time. She said, it, she, she just cannot remember. That's what God, when you put God first, when you make God a priority, he blesses you to the point where you forget your sorrows. And that's what you see happening in the millennial reign. God is going to bless the Christians, those who suffered for him, your sacrifice here. Since every time you choose to come to the house of God, a notation is made in heaven. Because you are being obedient to Hebrews chapter 10 verse 26. Forget not the assembling of yourselves. Every time you do, God notates it. And you'll be rewarded. We wrote it for every step you took to come to the house of God. It's going to be so good. He said, you won't remember it. Neither will it come to your mind. Wow. Can somebody give God praise? Yes. Yes. Second Peter 3.13 talks about the same thing. Can you turn your Bible to second Peter chapter 3 verse 13? And I'm going to share with you in a while why it's going to be so good. Amen. Second Peter chapter three, verse 13 reads, nevertheless, we, according to his promise, Peter is referencing the promise in Isaiah. We just read Isaiah 65, 17. He said, we, according to his promise, look forward. A new heaven under what? Wherein dwelleth what? Righteousness. Peter's, God gave Peter a peak. Of the millennial reign and peter says what's going to happen there is righteousness righteousness doing people right not taking advantage of people oh hallelujah treating people right is going to flow like a river oh what a blessing hallelujah thank you jesus hallelujah so just imagine a world without any presence of sin That's what the millennium is like. No presence of sin. A world without any of the current problems we're experiencing in this world today. Brothers and sisters, there will be no mass shooting. Can somebody say amen? No. Since I want you to take heart, I want you to remain courageous. Rest is on the way. Our resurrected king will soon take over and reign again. Hmm the glory God has prepared for us is infinitely greater than all the pain sin has inflicted on us. Our consolation will be so great that the former things will never come to mind. Here is why. There will be no wars. There will be no farming due to inflation and exorbitant prices. There will be no disease. There will be no pestilence. Since There will be no pandemics. There will be no islamic terrorism <laughs> there will be no, no no one will be called african american asian american hispanic american but we'll all be called the children of god <laughs> can somebody say praise the lord there'll be no what is called a border crisis because we'll all be one there'll be no child abduction alert how many of you got them child abduction alert it breaks my heart whenever these go off what else there'll be no sex trade hmm? there'll be no drug-infested communities no mafia no luminati there'll be no kidnapping of americans in russia or in afghanistan are you, are you get what i'm saying russia will not kidnap any americans and ask for a criminal to be released the Afghanis will not kidnap the americans and ask for (laughs) you 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 I, i think you're getting my point amen there'll be no threatening of nuclear warhead from north korea no communism there'll be no males wanting to be females there'll be no females wanting to be males Some of you are quiet on that, but that's okay. That's okay. There will be no destructive earthquakes, no hurricanes, no tornadoes, no floods, or any other force of nature going amiss, killing people, devastating lives, and destroying so much property. Can somebody say, praise the Lord. There will be no more climate change. (laughs) Oh, Father, I give you praise. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. And so that is why I believe. The millennium. And I, that's just a few I named. There will be no injustice. There will be no Democrats and no Republicans. There will be no independence. There will be no Congress. Only Jesus Christ, our Lord, and his reign and his rule. Can you bring up the next uh, exhibit quickly? Let me show you what we'll be doing and we'll call it an end. Let me show you what we'll be doing. Glory be to Jesus. Right here. Three things in particular. Amen. We will be judges. The Greek word is krino. To decide and sentence or quit. We will have the power to do that. Not any judge. Are you with me, saints? The Bible says we will also be kings. The word here is Basileus. To have sovereign power. Some of us will be placed over nations. Over what? Nations. Some Christians. Those whom God gave five talents. mm -hmm, They brought back. they, They used their talents to the point where they brought back ten. They doubled their talents. They worked hard. God is going to put them over nations. Even those God gave two talents, brought back four. Hopefully, God hasn't given us one and we buried it. Amen. We will also be called priest. Hmm? To be a bridge builder, a representative. That's the three areas of of, of government. That's going to rain during the millennial rain. That's what we Christians will be doing. Brothers and sisters, as, we, as I read the scripture, I get so excited. Sometimes I laugh, sometimes I cry. When I begin to realize what God has done for us. You and I who think we are nobody, in the eyes of the people on this earth, in the eyes of God, we are somebody. I want you to remember the story of the rich man and Lazarus. You remember the rich man, while he was on earth, he had everything going on for him. He was well known in the city gates. He had all type of suits, the best type of suits and that type of shoes and always eating out. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. And Lazarus was just a beggar, had sores. Well, they both died and the tables changed. <laughs> Lazarus was in Abraham's bosom, relaxing, resting, reclining like a king. And the rich man opened his eyes in hell in torture and torment. The tables change, brothers and sisters. And that is this is not a this is not a parable. This is for real. That happened for real. And many people, many is going to happen to many people today. As I said, the people of this earth today who are the movers and shakers, when Jesus comes, they'll be the nothingers. Is there such a word? Nothingers of squat it's going to be it's going to be a very sobering moment that's why i'm asking you right now work hard for the lord yes right now serve god yes thank you pa- with your whole heart yes look out for god's business and do god right because there's a day of reward coming Good news about our future. Hang in there. Don't let the news, the continual advertisement of fear and destruction, amen, don't let it discourage you. You set your face like a flint and still decide to praise God. Amen, still decide to magnify your. Because Jesus Christ. As the last say. Can somebody give him praise tonight? Hallelujah. 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 I'll continue with the rest of the verses next week, but it's beautiful. Beautiful. Nobody's going to die before their time. Wow. Everybody's going to live out their full age. Wow. What a blessing. Hallelujah amen that's that's eden all over again methuselah lived the 969 years methuselah the oldest man people will be living 969 years wow what a blessing we'll be there but in our glorified body <laughs> hallelujah oh father we thank you i have not seen I have not heard That which the Lord has prepared for his sins. Can you give the Lord a hand of praise? Father, we thank you. Hallelujah! If you are looking tonight and you are not saved, tonight is a good night to get saved. You can move from darkness to his marvelous light. Pray this prayer with me if you are not saved. So your future can be secured. Say, Heavenly Father, I recognize I'm a sinner. I cannot save myself. And so I thank you for sending Jesus. To save me from my sins. Say, Jesus, I repent from my sins. And I make you my Lord now and forever. Amen and amen. If you pray this prayer you move from the king, from darkness to the kingdom of God, amen. Send us some information at IUGM Tally at Gmail and we'll pray with you. Send you some material so you can grow in your faith, in your Christian faith. Let the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Shalom. Peace. Nothing missing. Nothing lacking. Nothing broken. Say peace in my house. Peace on my job. Say peace in my heart. Peace everywhere I go. I am a carrier of peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. God bless you, all saints. Hallelujah.